The dollar has steadied, pairing some of its strong overnight gains today after investors flocked to save haven currencies amid uh, China's COVID flare-ups. Cautious risk sentiment, uh, though, prevails in the markets, and the risk aversion is visible on currencies such as the Australian and the New Zealand dollar, which are both sliding around 1% today. China's capital warned on Monday that it was facing its most severe test of the COVID-19 pandemic, with a surge in COVID cases sparking fresh restric restriction measures. Gold prices, another safe haven asset are ticking up as well, but the focus is now turning to minutes from the Fed, which are due Wednesday. For more on this now, let's go to Russ Mould, who is uh, AJ Bell Investment Director in London. Russ, many thanks for being with us today. So first of all, what do you expect uh, from the Fed minutes on Wednesday in terms of the hiking path and what will happen next month? Yeah, we've had several Fed officials recently be perhaps begin to lay the groundwork for a lower rate of increase than we've been accustomed to. We've seen several three-quarter percentage point increases from the American Central Bank, and they now seem to be perhaps suggesting that a half-point increase will be appropriate at the next meeting in mid-December, possibly because we've seen a, a peak in US inflation. It has come down a, a few basis points in the last couple of months, and Fed officials do seem to be laying the, preparing for that, and financial markets are responding uh, very positively so far accordingly. Right, so we'll continue... Um, monitoring that situation as well. Russ, China is the world's largest populated nation. It's also the largest importer of, of crude oil. How are these new flare-ups we are seeing in China going to impact growth on one end, but also oil prices for the next few months? Right. If the world's second biggest economy remains uh, very slow or is in lockdown or is in difficulty, and it also has ongoing debt problems to address, that could become a drag upon world growth. And that has been reflected in the oil price in the last week or two, with West Texas crude down to around $80 a barrel and Brent crude below $90 a barrel. There's an OPEC meeting coming up in very early December. Saudi Arabia has ruled out any production increases from the, from the cartel, which has provided a little bit of support overnight. But yes, if, if China is, remains uh, in, a, in a weak growth phase, that could have negative implications for uh, a range of, of asset classes and indeed the wider world economy. Right, so in light of all this on the US dollar, Goldman Sachs analyst yesterday was saying, well, for the end of the year, potentially uh, the dollar might touch uh, 100 uh, in terms of the oil prices, $100 a barrel. Is that a possibility or would that be a bit too much, a bit too optimistic possibly? <laughs> I, 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 well, some people would view that a, a very strong oil price would be a bad thing because oil prices are a tax on consumers' pockets and a tax on corporate profit margins. It's a good thing if you produce lots and lots of the stuff like OPEC and, and its members on also Russia, for example. So it depends on your viewpoint. My record on forecasting the oil price is absolutely appalling, Ludovica. But I would suggest that over the long term at the moment, because global energy demand still seems to be on a relentless upward path, because we're discouraging for environmental good reasons uh, oil, oil and gas production, and we're not yet quite ready to make the full transition to a renewable energy economy, it seems to me at the moment over the long term that energy prices are quite well underpinned. Right, unfortunately. So, Rasmus, many thanks for your analysis today.